I remember a day in seminary when our New Testament professor took us all over to our seminary chapel and handed out little slips of paper. Each slip of paper had a different name for Jesus. We sat spread out in the chapel and read out these names popcorn style. There wasn't a particular order in which we needed to read them, but we just spoke up when we felt called. Once we exhausted those names on the slips of paper, we added more names from our own study of scripture and prayer lives. I remember feeling a sense of awe at how each name of Jesus echoed through the chapel and invited us to consider a different facet of who Jesus is. We sat in the presence of Jesus of Nazareth and of the cosmic Christ. When I think back on that lesson, I'm reminded of how, like a gemstone, there are many facets to Jesus. Each is named differently, and together they create a grand picture of who God is. The facets and those names are numerous and expansive. Today, we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Name. It's the day when we remember Jesus receiving his earthly name. Eight days after his birth, according to Jewish custom, Jesus was circumcised and named. Mary and Joseph called him Jesus, the name the angel gave before Jesus' conception. Remember back to Luke 1. The angel Gabriel comes to Mary at the Annunciation and proclaims, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God, and now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there will be no end. He will be named Jesus, and he will be called Son of the Most High. Already we hear two names for Jesus before he is even conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. The name Jesus would have been shared by plenty of Jewish men before Jesus of Nazareth, whom we celebrate. We know Jesus by this Greek name that in Hebrew would have been Yeshua or Joshua. It was a common name shared by many, including Joshua for whom the book of the Bible is named. But to be offered this name as the son of God and to be given the name by an angel seems to bear a different significance. The name Jesus quite literally means the Lord is salvation. That is a weighty title. Our names, each of our names, is important to the ex our experience of the world. Our names are an expression of identity, of both our individuality and our connection to others. Our names indicate the family to which we belong. Our names may pay homage to important biblical, cultural, or familial people. Our names might indicate the hopes our parents had for our lives. Each of our names tells a story. Maybe you use your given name, or maybe you use a name of your own choosing that better aligns with your identity. For many transgender and non-binary people, 
Choosing a name and offering it to others to use is a way of expressing an identity more fully to the world. Some people changed their names because the name they received from their family of origin holds hurt or trauma. Marriage and adoption can also be occasions for changing our names to more fully represent our stories. Maybe you have nicknames from people who love you. Family or chosen family may have special names for you. A goofy nickname or a grandparent name, perhaps. Sports teams and other extracurriculars can be a source for nicknames as well. A nickname that I have, my dad calls me Doodlebug, or Reverend Doodlebug, if we are being formal. <laughs> the point is, we all have lots of names, and they all tell unique stories about who we are. I'll tell you a bit about my name, and I hope you'll reflect on yours as well. My first name, Adeline, is my maternal great-grandmother's name. She was a woman who was well ahead of her time and loved math and art. She collected bells, and she lived until just shy of her 103rd birthday. In sharing her name, I'm encouraged to create my own path, even when there is resistance. And I pray that I may share her health and longevity as well. My middle name, Elizabeth, is my paternal grandmother's name. She is a fierce caregiver and protector. She is a quilter and has always let me play among her fabrics and enjoy the scraps from her beautiful quilts. And Grammy, like me, also loves a red pair of boots. In bearing her name, I am called to create and should generously care for family and friends. My newly married name, Tyler Williams, is a reminder of the family who lovingly raised me and continues to support and care for me. It is equally a reminder of the family who brought me in much more recently and still calls me a daughter and a sister. It is assurance that my wife's family is my family as well. All of our names have stories they tell us about who we are and who we are connected to. And of course, Jesus' name tells a grand story. We'll look at a few of his names to uncover this. The name Jesus, as I said, means Lord is salvation. And it sums up so much of what we need to know. It is a reminder that Jesus' life on earth is part of our salvation. The name Messiah means anointed one. Kings were anointed, but Jesus offers us a different sort of kingship, one that subverts earthly power. The name Emmanuel states clearly that in Jesus, God is with us. God took on our human form and dwelt among us. Today and forever, God is with us, right by our side, loving us and caring for us. The name Son of God helps us to start to understand the Trinity. It sets Jesus apart and identifies the importance of a relationship with God. Each of Jesus' names would have been a reminder to him of his, his heritage, being of the lineage of Abraham, David, Rahab, Bathsheba, Tamar, and Ruth. 
It would be a reminder that he is both divine and human. A reminder that his life is part of God's plan for salvation. With a name that states, God is our salvation. I imagine that Jesus would have been constantly reminded of the significance of his own earthly life. He would have known that his life fit within God's plan for salvation and liberation for all people. When we hear the name of Jesus today, and we hear the many other titles we have for him, we are reminded of the significance of God walking among us. When I utter the name Jesus, I know that through Jesus I have received the gift of eternal life. I have been redeemed of my sins, and I have a place in God's kingdom. Paul shares these same reminders and lessons in a different way when he writes to the Galatians. God sent his son to redeem and save. Or as Paul writes, God sent Jesus so that we might receive adoption as God's children. Much of Paul's writing, of course, helps us to understand what a life of faith can look like, and he outlines some of what we believe. When Paul writes to the Galatians in particular, he's writing to a group of people under Roman rule who are trying to uncover what it means to follow Jesus first before their earthly leaders. They are trying to determine what it is to live a life that follows Jesus, a Jewish man, and is also distinct from the practices of Judaism. The Galatians likely would have had some uncertainty about their place in society. They might have been unsure of their identities or of where they belonged. Paul makes clear to them that their role in the world shifts because of Jesus, and this likely would have offered them some clarity. Through Jesus, they are children of God and thus are heirs of God's kingdom. The passage we read today from Galatians offers a different sort of naming. And while it doesn't celebrate earthly names, as in the case of our gospel where we remember Jesus getting his name, Galatians still offers us a title that gives identity and is a reminder of our role and of our belonging. The Galatians are reminded of perhaps their most significant title in their lives of faith, children of God. Through this lineage that we share and through our own belief and faith, we receive that same title of belonging. Just as our given names, our chosen names, and our nicknames all give us a sense of connection and belonging, our faith offers us a holy name that grounds our lives. In our baptisms, we are marked as Christ's own forever. We are brought into this way of being and this place of belonging. When we are named as children of God, we know that we will always be loved and we will always belong. As Jesus knew well, the world does not always make us feel that sense of love and belonging. There are times when our connection to God or to our community can feel muddied and still, the name child of God is something that can remind us of what is core and what is eternal. It can assure us that we are beloved enough and worthy exactly as we are. 
We are children of God, created by God. <clears throat> the good news for each of us today on this feast of the holy name is this. God calls you beloved. God calls you a child of the kingdom. You are named beloved child. And what a holy and glorious name that is. Amen.